a bear and a dyke discuss what they like. This is why I'm gay. Yeah. Hey, Callie. Hi, Kim. How are you, my lovely? I'm good. I'm gonna bring the energy down just a little bit for myself, but you keep going. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're here again. Yeah. Oh my God. Are we being consistent? No, but you know what? That's okay. I am only human girl. Why was I going to say yes? (laughs) (laughs) Why was I going to say, yeah, actually, that is horrible. Get your life together. No, you know what? Listen, my back got thrown out a couple weeks ago, girl. I got, I was out of commission. I was going to say MIA. Am I, was I MIA, girl? No. Mm. I was. I was in a lot of... Like, I didn't talk to anyone for days. I don't, I don't fault you for it. I don't fault <laughs> I, you for it. But I'm better. I went to the... I went to Miss Chiropractor and I... How did believe, it go, by the it, way? It's been amazing. It's literally been life-changing. I'm going once a month now. <laughs> I talked so much shit on it and I was like, well, good luck, I guess. Uh, they healed the shit out of me. That's amazing. In each session, I literally didn't pay more than $20 each time because of insurance. Go off! Eh! Did they really, like, bust you open? She usually has been doing... She? Yeah, her name's Kelsey Keeley. Shout out, Kelsey Keeley. If you're listening, girl, love you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's the best. Oh, my God. And we had such a fun time. And we just, like, giggle every time. Like, we've just been... We've been hanging out and... No, I'm kidding. We've been hanging out. I'm just kidding. No, but she's really cool and I've loved what's happened every single time. She does the full back, like she pulls the knee and pulls the arm and like like, sits on it with her knee. And then she also did the neck a few times, which I did not like that one. That one's scary. Does it feel like electricity going down your entire body? Feels like I'm going to die. Like it's like, oh, that that was it. Like she twists one way and then goes... Hello? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. You're still there. But the best one is in the center of the back. You like push down. It's like. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this is why I'm gay. <laughs> it is why I'm gay. <laughs> Getting like, adjusted by a woman. <laughs> exa- no, she and she is just slaying the game. And then you get muscle work afterwards. They like they take your elbow and they really get in there mm. and it hurts. It hurts a lot because they're stretching out the because the muscles like constrict when you have an injury like that. So they just work it out with the elbow. They just work. And I, I've been just cr- clutching the table. I like, have to do this. You have to. It's incredible. <laughs> right. If your insurance is on it, girl, yeah. go off. So anyways, this is why I'm gay. The only talk show where we talk and we show. The only <laughs> talk show where we never know if the this mic is setup is going to work. <laughs> exactly. The only... Uh, <laughs> But today you're listening to the most crisp audio we've ever had. So you're welcome. I'm stepping it up. I did it. it, Before it was a 50-50 chance on whether or not you'd cry. (laughs) I cried, I think, 50% of the time. Yeah. But anyways, I need to introduce our guest. He's sitting there with bated breath. Our king, our beautiful, sweet, darling baby. Izzy is in the house. Hey, Izzy. Uh, Hello. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you both. Guest number two. Wow. This is a journey, and I'm so <laughs> excited to have another person on here who's going to share all of their queer origin and uh, <laughs> delightful interests from their life. Oh, my gosh. We are all on the same page. Izzy is one of my closest friends and Kelly's. I mean, we are like in a freaking pod just consuming so many television shows right now. It's unhealthy. But you know what? Mm-hmm. They came back with a vengeance. Think about it. Oh. COVID did not have like pretty much anything right because of production stopping Mm -hmm. like anything substantial besides mrs fletcher 
Uh, we can't forget about Mrs. Was Fletcher. That during Art. COVID? That was 2020. It came wow. out. So I'm sure that they finished production before March happened. Right. Is what yeah. I Because I think it came out in June. But anyways, just so glad you're here, Izzy. Thank you so much. We've been hooked on some series recently. I've just mm. been... We have a lot of obsessions yeah, going right now. Yeah, we've been fed. We've been fed well. But Izzy, please tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself and maybe just, you know, some of your queer origin story. You don't have to go too deep. Just, you know, for the for the girls and the gays and the theys. Just let them know. Absolutely. Yeah. I really hopped out the womb and was like, boys. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of my story from the earliest time I could remember. I definitely was boy crazy. But I think that I just sort of, you know, standard gay kid, very uh, prone to diving into my own imaginary worlds, really Mm -hmm. responding to a lot of female heroines, villains. I was born in Northern California, sort of grew up around Sacramento, which is the capital of Cali. So had a lot of trips there. I was super inspired by a lot of Disney, a lot of superhero adjacent things. And then I moved to Virginia when I was seven. And there was a lot that sort of came in that time period, too. You know, 2000s was really big for me as a queer youth, Mm -hmm. really into a lot of cartoon fantasy uh, that really just sort of got me through my childhood. So amazing. That's still all very much present in me as a person. Like I'm very much a kid at heart. Yeah. I was about to say like, you're still on it with like cartoons, action, like very on it with all that stuff that feels kind of juvenile. And absolutely. uh, I I am a hundred percent in touch with my inner child. Something that I am so glad that I'm working towards right now, it's I I think that was always the piece missing for me because I always was kind of childlike growing up and just carefree. And I realized it was just an extension of my outwards, boisterous personality protecting my, you know, traumatized little kid. Absolutely. I think that everyone has that child inside of them. Straight people mm-hmm. obviously do, but queer youth is so succinctly just poignant because of so many different layers of, you know, queerness. So I think that, you know, having all of these roots and these sort of patrons almost, these symbols are, you know, it's so important to us as queer people. Absolutely. Especially as queer children. This is why I'm gay. Well, Izzy, we are going to talk so much about who you are, why you are gay. Why? The question. Let's get down to it. But let's start with just some of your favorite gay roots. Absolutely. I have have a fuck ton. I think (laughs) some of the most prominent ones would have to be Sleeping Beauty as as a piece. Mm -hmm. Maleficent. Royalty. Nobility, the gentry. Aurora, make it pink, make it blue. I mean, really set the tone for my fantasy. I also love to sleep so much. <laughs> oh, that's so, so yeah. I, I, I never thought about that. Absolutely. That's so I identify with so many different parts of, of that film, which is really awesome and special to me. 
Maleficent was also a really huge queer, you know, power, magic, all of that sort of wrapped into this finite little cartoon. Amazing. And she was pissed she wasn't invited to that party. That's the only reason she she pulled that. Like she she's just getting left out. Y'all don't want to be friends. Well, then she's not gonna be friends with you. Curse your daughter. Curse your daughter. (laughs) So yeah, Maleficent a one. I was also a huge X Men person. Jean Grey, redheaded telepath. Oh, One yeah. of the most powerful <laughs> Gay root, a, a lesbian. Huge. <laughs> we also have the Scarlet Witch. Only the witch who cast them can use her magic. Thanks for the lesson. It, in, incomparably, like, magnetic and amazing. One division, one one right. division. Right, I mean, that was a huge shot to my gay root, you know, watching that was, like, Aww, incredible. Yes. Something that I think is interesting is, like, you are, you're always attached to the the psychic ladies, the, the telepathy the, ladies. The magic, the telepathy, the mental prowess, like any of those sorts of characters. Uh, alien sort of mecha superheroes are cool, but I really want that power. I want that, yes. that, that otherworldly ethereal, I'm going to reach into a portal and With bring my, my friend that I lost when I was six. You know, like yeah. the m- most... Yeah, uh, so definitely that whole era. And then I think the 2000s had so many TV cartoon moments that were, I think, really influential to me. Witch was a show about five witches. It was an anime very akin to Winx Club, which was hugely (laughs) impactful. Winx Club. Winx Club, Italian animated. Come join the club. We are the Winx. Cool. I never I never really watched that one. I watched, I don't know why I just thought of it, but Totally Spies. Hell. Oh, Totally Spies. Yes. Absolutely. Totally Spies. The specific episode when they she turned into a cat. Oh, yeah. And they were turning humans into animals to take <laughs> yes. their skins. Yes. All Bitch. of the villains are like super. Yeah. Fashionable, <gasps> committing these crimes that are sickening. Sam uh, was a gay root of mine for sure. The, yeah, the, the green red, suit. The redhead. Oh, yeah. That's voiced by Jennifer Hale. Who's that? No way. She was voiced by Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale is one of the most prolific like female voice actors <gasps> for. Movies, I should know this. I should know this movies, as an video aspiring voice actor. And TV. Okay. Um, she's in the Guinness uh, Book of World Records as the most... Mm-hmm. Um, Give me other characters she's played. She's played Cinderella in Cinderella 2 and 3. Okay. Uh, she was... For me, she was female shepherd in, in Mass Effect. She was the 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 long haired uh, witch in Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. <gasps> Hex Girls. I'm a hex girl. What's her name? Amazing. What was her name? No, that wasn't the witch's ghost. That wasn't that the one in New yes, Orleans when they turn into cats. No. Yes, it is. No. I remember oh, the witch's no, ghost. Oh no, you're right. I remember the damn, witch's damn. ghost, which damn. is a fantastic piece of art. Uh, yes, absolutely. Fuck me. Never mind. <laughs> but like, that New Orleans one, though. Yeah. That yeah. was some good <laughs> as shit. Yeah, Jennifer Hale in Totally Spies is probably. One of my biggest Jennifer, Jennifer Hale if moments. you're listening, I'm so sorry. I I probably know your face, but we might if we work together one day. I'm sorry, girl. Love you. <laughs> oh my gosh! So give us more. Thinking about video games, okay. Kirby was 
probably the most that's an tailor-made video game experience that I could have as a, as a kid. Aww. Really just yeah, kind of you. shocked me because as a kid, I was around a lot of other boys who were playing Halo and, you know, shooter games and these things that are genuinely fun and I can now kind of get into. But as a kid, Kirby was like just this like delicious world to dive into. Super dreamy, ethereal, the music. The, the character design very much. And also just sort of like a lesson in genderlessness. I know Kirby is referred to as a he, but... No, that's Kirby an is, NB. Kir- yeah, straight up. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby is, is a pink literally ball. just like a, almost like a god status of Ooh. like a spirit that doesn't have a gender. I so loved playing Kirby on my Game Boy Advance SP. I, which one? I, the gray one, the charcoal gray. I want... I am after... Oh, the game. Oh, uh, Nightmare in Dreamland. <laughs> okay. I love Nightmare and Dream. Wait, actually, I am uh, the Magic Mirror. Kirby and the Magic Mirror was Ooh. my like. It, it's, what was that on? It was on Game Boy as well. Okay. Uh, speaking of Game Boy SPs, I am after a very rare ice blue edition of a Game Boy SP. So Just make Christmas, it. y'all. Make it. Okay, yeah. will somebody figure it out for me, y'all? Make it. You can make Game Boys now? <laughs> yeah, so people sell modifications for what? Game Boy Advance SPs, so you essentially get, like, the... Wait a minute. Hold, hold on a minute. What, what yeah. the hell? You continue. So there are... You can buy shells that people custom make. You can... So- ah! The only thing that's difficult is, like, <laughs> specifically with an SP, is the ribbon that goes in between the screen and Backlight. the motherboard. Um, so you have to feed it in between the latch and then put it on the back. But there's a bunch of people online that do this shit all the time. You can also probably buy custom built ones that are already ready to go. The backlight's better than the original. You like don't understand how much I needed to hear this. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm for real because every day I wake up and I'm like, like seriously, I think about it a lot. Like I'm telling you that every day I wake up that Kirby Gay Root on that. A Game Boy SP, you like I want, it. I need that now, which is why I need the light blue version. Um, All right. I am very much attached to the color blue. Also, a little, a little princess moment with Sleeping Beauty. Make, make it, it pink, blue. Make it blue. I just had a pink phase. I'm sort of, sort of over. It. I think blue is my my at home color. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, moving on. Um. Wait, can I just say it one more time? Make it blue. Make it blue. Make it blue. Do you like Rosalina? So Rosalina was next on my on your name. In terms of video oh game worlds. So wow. in Mario, you know, we have we got Peach, a classic, iconic queen. Basic. Hey, we have no, Daisy. Shut the fuck up. Daisy <laughs> lesbian. Daisy is Miss Lesbian. And then we have Rosalina. Rosalina. Sexual goddess. <laughs> Of the stars, quite literally. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Teal blue, baby blue dress with the crown, with the one hair, wow. with one little sliver of blonde and Luma. hair over her eye. Luma? Are you joking? Oh, her little wow. pet star. <laughs> so yes, uh, Luma <laughs> premiered, or er, Luma and Rosalina premiered in Mario Galaxy, I believe. Super right? Mario Galaxy. Uh, which was also... Uh, when I was growing up. Celestial themed. Celestial themed. I mean, Y'all 3D are earth s- popping. This is so pure to watch. I love it. <laughs> oh, and don't forget Birdo. Wow. Oh my God. Not the original trans icon. The original trans icon. 
Birdo is trans. Tell me more. Tell me Ta- more. Mario Bros. Yes. A trans. <laughs> okay. Trans- it- Do you want me to? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Kelly, take this, please. So, <laughs> I don't remember oh, specifically which which early Mario it was in. Okay. But it was said that Birdo had d- like decided to be female or identified as female. Iconic. Yeah. yeah she is this bulbous but with a pretty cute form little yes miss bulbous little little bulbous pink dinosaur with a bow on her head and a hole shaped snout that that shoots eggs Eggs. (laughs) whole eggs do you know yeah are you familiar with who birdo is no yeah let's pull we gotta show me the reference Okay. Uh, and and please, okay. you know what? I, 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 we really gotta hit a yes. couple stops on this video game tour because you better, <laughs> you better stop at every stop, Miss Girl. Please don't forget the women of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, no, oh, now I'm on your level, Rouge. bitch, 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 Rouge Miss Rouge. Better behave yourselves. She was so fucking cool and sexy as Blaze a kid. Blaze the cat. Blaze the cat. <gasps> Blaze. Is, if, you know, if, you're, if you're hip to Blaze the cat, a princess from another universe within the Sonic universe. Oh, who, I don't who think is, so. Who is a fire equivalent. And my personal favorite, Cream the Bunny. Oh, and of she's course. she's the chow. Biggest Show me Cream the Bunny. I miss Cream the Bunny. So Cream the Bunny. It's Cream and Cheese. Cream is the bunny. She's... <laughs> Do you remember, Kim, we, we, we took a little de- uh, trip to Target recently and I got that plushie? Yeah. That is cheese. cheese. <gasps> um, oh, my God. I'm glad you got it, too. One of the biggest fashion inspirations for me. And I think you'll see. Let's see her. Absolutely. Wait, no, but let's go back to Miss Rue. She literally inspired an entire strip club. Let's talk about it. Hey, ladies first. <laughs> I'm kidding. Can I read no, this? The... Is not me. <gasps> oh, of course I know. Oh, of course. Oh, Sonic, you guys. I played Sonic on my PS2. Bitch. Did you play Sonic Heroes? I think so. With the three people? Yeah. Yeah, it's Sonic. Yeah. Because I had the slim PS2. That's the only gaming system I we ever oh, had growing yeah, up. It was bitch. so fun. <laughs> I played that. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. I played a couple Final Fantasies I tried, but I was too distracted in ADHD to focus on Final that. Fantasy 10? I think we had 12. 12? Wow. Or is did that come out in like... 12? No, 12 is... 12... Tracks. Okay, okay. But With yeah. Fran. <gasps> no, there's so many sexy. No, there's Fran. so many sexy people in Final Fantasy. Fran Are you was fucking the, kidding me? The bunny lady. Do you I, remember her? No, no, I don't know too much. I, I like didn't play. I'm telling you, every time I tried to play, I was like, let's that over there. Yep. All right, Izzy, sorry, we're getting you off track. Oh, no, no, no problem. I need you to, I need you to see a picture of Fran because she's a Viera. She is the a race of bunny women. The race of Viera. Only the women were mostly visible because they were seen as the foragers, the scavengers, the one that went out into the world where like okay. the men were just like, they're there for breeding. Oh, but my God. Look at Fran. Look at her. <gasps> oh. Keep swiping. Keep swiping. Fran. Uh, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> and go off. The best part is she's incredibly tall. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Bitch. She's tall. She's taller than like all of the male Wait characters a second. that you play. I don't know if you're gonna mention her. I don't know, but let's talk about how Miss Gigi Hadid can be Bayonetta any time <laughs> of the day, and it'll work. It's that's Bella, but okay. Oh, what is it? What did I say, Gigi? Yeah. Whatever, Bella. Same diff. <laughs> Bella. No, I'm kidding. No, no they are no, polar and no. diametric opposites. <laughs> so, sorry. If anyone thought that was rude, you know what? Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. They're unveiling the new Hadid's face soon. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Xanadu with the Olivia uh, Newton-John. The yes. musical that everybody hates. <clears throat> no uh, one hate hates. Her. Xanadu. Oh. Not Olivia Newton-John. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I needed to. I need to clear that up. I'm the brakes. I love that woman, <laughs> and everyone does. Yeah, super, very, very huge uh, gay moment for sure. In terms of boys, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, boys. When I was young, and yeah. I watched the live action 2000s Peter Pan. Oh, okay. I had a crush on that little blonde boy. Bitch, that's going to be... I was like, Julia Roberts? No, that's going to be another episode on its own. That was definitely a gay root for me. I'm sorry. We need to watch that again. But no, 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 no. Listen, because the guy that played Captain Hook, who also played Lucius Malthoy and also played the father in the same movie, is so fucking sexy as Captain Hook. I'm sorry. The hair, that was like so androgynous and sexy. Lucius Malfoy? He's hot, period. He's hot. He's sexy. Have you ever seen The Mummy? Yes. Uh, oh. Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was only recently aware of that of, of that. like how sexy he was because I was oh too God. busy looking at Rachel Vice. Yeah. Uh, the whole time. Wait, isn't yeah. someone else good in that? I haven't seen The Mummy. There's, it's a... Kim. What? I've never seen The Mummy. Oh, we're watching it. We are watching specifically The Mummy Returns. Yes. The um, Mummy Returns. Well, okay. okay. That's the, the one with the... The fight. The fight. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The box. No, we're, <laughs> I'm going to say that a scene that made me gay was Rachel Weiss and Patricia Velasquez doing that fight in his. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the remake? No. Tom Cruise. No. What's no. So bad? He's a purist. <laughs> I also am not. I don't support Scientologists. I just don't Honestly. really love Tom Cruise. But you know what? He yelled at some people about masks. So like. Uh, good the only. Thanks. The only Scientologist I support is Elizabeth Moss, and only it's because I think she's trying to get out of there. I Maybe she's too. working I from the too. inside. All of her roles are like... A kept woman. I kept woman. No, literally, why is that? See, that, that's too on the nose for her to not be aware of what's going on. I need to watch The Invisible Man again. I also, didn't like, think... we don't know what's going on. We, you know, we don't as much have as any we, fucking As much clue. as we do, even from like what Leah Remini... Right. I'm sure there's a Miss Leia Ramini. Miss <laughs> Lele Ramini. Look, I'm talking about Scientology, okay? With her almond shaped nude color oh, nails. You don't understand. Na- what else you got Any for us? Princess Cyrus fans in the house. Oh, me. Um, do you me? remember? We're talking about that too sometime. Do you remember the character that was supposed, uh, I believe, a, a love interest for Anne Michael. Hathaway. No. His name was his, Michael. His name is Jeremiah with the red oh, hair. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. boy. He was so Michael cool. Michael was sexy, too. I was a very gay child, so I was probably wet for all three of them, but... The red-haired boy. The red-haired boy. Oh. Jeremiah that really did the show with on. Lily. Yes. Oh. You Shut didn't, up and listen. You didn't... Oh, my God. That is literally... That would have been me. If I could have played a role in that movie, I would 100% be Lillian. Princess Diaries, Lily's... Like, Lily as a character, she taught me how to be manipulative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, she gave me the blueprints for ultimatums. Oh, she said... What'd you say? Cause I'm taking it off and I am throwing it in, in the, the dirt. dirt. In the dirt. <laughs> you have one of these bags. <laughs> That's 
me. <laughs> I am literally her four years ago. You know what I think? I, I think. <laughs> I think it rocks. Well, I think it rocks. There you go. Amazing. Well, Amazing. I think it rocks. No, the way, what was the one that was like, Voltaire? We're not talking about Voltaire. I personally would like, like to, to learn, learn about, about Voltaire. Voltaire. Yes. <laughs> Iconic woman. Okay, that movie in general is just so fucking good. That theme makes me cry. Oh, it's so oh. fucking good. It makes oh, San Francisco look so ugh, picturesque. It makes San Francisco look so quaint. That movie also makes me want a corn dog so Oh, bad. oh my. Literally. It was so crispy. <laughs> Anytime I want a corn dog. You think about that? It's because I'm. We went to Sonic a couple weeks ago, Cam. Do you oh, remember that? Oh, yeah. And that was. Uh, that was one you of the triggers. That. Yeah, uh, uh, talked about Julie Andrews eating a corn dog for no, the first no. time. No, no, the best line is the best line is so we don't schlump like this. <laughs> oh my god, no! I could quote that movie for days. Get off the grass. Let's make it a knock it off. Like literally. Said, don't know the words, but I do know the. I think it was a. Fake, I, I'm pretty sure it was fake language because Genovia is fake. So it was like oh. they're like, get off the grass, and they say it. Give it right I think there might have been like some Spanish and French in there for sure. I don't know, but anyway. Well, so uh, Jeremiah, but did you not like the other guy that liked Mia? Michael. Michael. Oh no no no! I definitely I forgot that was his name. Him. He also was in a band that was really hot on Radio Disney when I was growing up. <gasps> uh, Rooney, Fun. the band oh. Rooney. Uh, yeah. Rooney? So, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really enjoyed that movie, that film. Also, really was a Lord of the Rings girl. Growing up. Yes. Uh, we've been watching it. Kelly, yeah. I know there's not enough women, but it's such a beautiful seri- like story. No. So. <laughs> Whatever. Galadriel, <laughs> Kate Blanchett's iconic elven. I-, I think like in the lore of Lord of the Rings, Galadriel is like almost like akin to a god. <laughs> and uh. she was like super, super influential for my sort of. Holy, holy ice queen, spiritual yes. queen, ice magic. Kelly, <laughs> light. Uh, one of the robots from <laughs> Queen. Uh, and queen. On the, on the ice. polar end of that, Sauron, the big fiery red eye. The ripped asshole. The, uh, essentially, yes. The ripped the cheesecake asshole factory decoration. That is, <laughs> the, the devil of that universe is like my drag mom. Oh my God. But I don't do drag at all. But, you know. Maybe one day. Yeah. It'll be Sauron. Daughter of Sauron actually is something that I've been like kind of doing with. Um, so yeah. Well, here's to hoping. Anyways, what else do you got? I also have quite a bit of toy sort of roots. Barbie brats, very big for me. Oh, I love my mean, brats. I, I mean, huge. Uh, also, my scene dolls. Uh, my Betty spaghetti. S- Anyone? Bitch, I had Betty Spaghetti. I had my scene. I had Barbies. I had Polly Pocket. Delicious. Chew on those jackets oh. so bad. Oh my god, my favorite was this <laughs> tall tan boot I used to chew on. No, the mermaid <laughs> tail that I had was delicious. Uh, oh, not the mer- perfect. Said five perfect Michelin snack. stars. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I'll have the mermaid tail. <laughs> Very 
my sister and I used to play very intense sort of psychological games with our Barbies. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was probably what really got me the way I am today. Um, so yeah, I, I remember though, Bratz was a sort of contraband in our house for a while because my mom contraband. is a good Christian woman. And honestly, like, uh, just at the time, you know, She's, she, they were a little risque, they're, they're, you know, hoochie mama, I believe was the I word love that, that she used. Um, but my sister <laughs> and my sister you, definitely Kim. took the Bratz route. In her life and not the Barbie. And I think that's awesome. I, you know, so, I was um, such a Barbie bitch. Me too. Oh my, I still have mine in my basement right now. Work. I had the Barbie and the Let movie. This was, I was like, mom and dad, all I want for Christmas every year, Barbie movie, Barbie doll that goes with it. All I want. Boom. I had the first like, like, I'll make like, it nine. easy for you. I have, Damn. I have Miss Nutcracker. I have Miss Swan Lake. I have... Uh, Fairytopia, I have fairy to- and Mermadia. Oh my, nah. Bitch. Joan of Mermadia. Yes, Izzy, those were so fucking good. Thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate diving into them with y'all. No, you dove in. You gave we us. We screamed a lot. We screamed a lot. We, 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 uh, we got characters, we got toys, and we got movies and themes. Yeah, like, we covered yes. some different realms uh, for sure. Something that I want to say is I really appreciate how you stick to the script. Like you said, I have a theme that I need to fully express yes. in a variety of media. And if I don't get this done, I might die because I can't express myself. That directly. makes me so happy to know that somebody kind of gets that because I think. No, that's literally that why we're doing it. this show. We're like, trying to explain you know, it. That's what the show's about. Video games, media, books, TV, fashion, whatever it is. There, there is going to be a recurring line somehow even though they may all not make sense immediately, like there are they, threads that attach. They to are yep. a pantheon of sort of goddesses, a gender gods. And that's kind of how chaos magic works, but that's for another time. <laughs> this is why I'm gay. All right. We've gotten to our weekly obsessions. You guys, I'm really excited to hear you two this week. I, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Kelly, you've been like writhing over there. Yes. Since we started. Yes. I'm sorry. We've, we've held off till now. We're going to do it. Okay. I'm super excited. I'm going to go first though. Yeah. Awesome. So my weekly obsession, I've just been really watching a lot of television recently and a lot of new television, which I'm really excited about. And it just is giving me so much joy. I find that I'm, I'm watching it like during work now, which is bad. Like I like w- like, like when I'm at, you know, my driving job, I'm literally playing it in the background while I drive. Uh-huh. Like I'm not even watching it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just listening to like a podcast. <laughs> so my weekly obsession this week is the Real Housewives franchise. We already talked about, oh, we had a whole episode about it a few episodes ago, Izzy, but I hadn't gotten caught up on a lot of the series i kind of fell off during the end of 2019 because i was like so burned out i watched the entirety of atlanta over the course of like three months i watched the entirety of new york like both of those back to back just so many episodes cramming them in obsessed binging right yes Girl, I got back into Miss Potomac, and it was a wrap. Potomac is so fucking good. Potomac it's is amazing. Fire. It's the best one right now. <laughs> it's the best one. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm I'm more excited to watch that than I was the new season of Atlanta by far and definitely more than Salt Lake City. Respectfully, I disagree. Okay, well, we'll get to you in just a fucking fine. (laughs) But no, Potomac has been hitting the fucking spot. I was literally on the end of season three. So I saw four or five and I'm now watching six. And oh, my God, you guys. Yeah, season five is prime. I actually am 
catching up on the last couple of episodes that I didn't catch. So okay. no spoilers. Five, yeah. But five is amazing. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not, just it's it was so intense to watch the flashback. Like, like they showed it all the time. <laughs> they showed it almost every episode. The fight. Yeah, the fight. So Monique and Miss Candace had a misfight. A misfight. <laughs> and it resulted in her do you think that was the only reason she didn't come back this season? Yes. Yeah, that's the only reason. She would have stayed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, I, people stay for less, just as bad things sometimes, right. I feel like. Like, Portia, she stayed, and now she's the top queen of the group with Candy. Yeah. Because she literally, remember Miss Kenya? She mm-hmm. pulled her to the fucking ground. They became amicable for a minute, too. I know. I know. But yeah, so just getting back into Housewives, I'm loving the new people on Salt Lake City. It's so fucking weird and so unique. And I, I'm i just fascinated by all of them. I am fascinated, Kelly. Yeah, Salt Lake City is, is I think, top dog for me right now. It's so interesting. Need to watch that. Yes. It's the first season's on Hulu. We'll be Huluing it. Hulu. And it's only a 13-episode season with yeah. the finale, with the reunion after that. Yeah, season ones are usually a little bit shorter to kind of test the, the, test waters. the water, so to speak. But First of all, did you know that the Sundance Film Festival is in Salt Lake City every year? I did not know that. That's like their big social event, which is so interesting. Queen of Sundance. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lisa Barlow. But sorry, go. I want to talk about <laughs> the conversation we had through text the other day. Oh, it was where... <laughs> so juicy. We we have really good text conversations. You know when it's just like going on? We're it like, just hits. Yeah, it hits. We're both entirely engaged in our phones. Yes. But the thing that I want to... I think I took a screenshot of it because it was so fucking funny um, <laughs> where I was talking about Whitney or Heather or something. Um, and I said, she's just the moral center. I love Heather, but you can kind of feel that Heather is a little too sensitive when she gets into it with other people. You can tell she's genuine, but very hurt. <laughs> Whereas I think Lisa and Meredith definitely use the show as a business tool. I think Heather joined more with making real connections. <laughs> and you said, girl, go off. You need to write a thesis on the housewives. <laughs> I said, I come here for critical analysis and breakdown of interpersonal relationships. And then I said, like, I'm just here. Like, yeah, it's drama. And you're over here making a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, Jen scares me because she does. I'm sorry to say. Haunting. She looks like this character from... Oh my. The power Rita Rangers. Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. I really feel you on the sort of like interpersonal relationships I breaking down, though. I've Mormonism been is so fascinating. Bad Girls Club and uh, on a uh-huh. different level, but still that psychological element to these shows where it's like, now. What is bringing what? you to this point right it, now? It, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm here to say that I am over the concept of people talking shit about reality shows, like being like, oh, this is trash TV, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I am here analyzing this stuff. <laughs> I am here trying to you understand can, you can do a class. critical perspectives on the lens of the 21st century through reality television right. and like, Absolutely. And let's let's also not pretend TV shows, movies, things that aren't reality TV or reality based – they still have some some pretty not good things going on of behind course. the scenes. So uh-huh. it's it's not like morally superior to be like, well, I don't watch reality TV. Okay, you still watch that movie that XYZ was in and they did this. I don't know. The same people that you know? say that watch literal garbage Netflix movies. Right. With yeah. literal garbage performers. People. Who, like what? <laughs> Let's not get into all that. Anyways, yes. anyways. But yes, uh, 
God, housewife. It just, it's, it's, it's a place where I can put my pettiness. I can be like, okay, I'm not going to judge my peers or my loved ones, but I am going to judge these bitches that get paid to be judged on TV. Yes. <laughs> also, I mean, if and you... I'm going to be a part of the conversation that they're having. I'm going to be on someone's side every time. I'm going to choose a <laughs> side. I'm going to tell you why I'm pissed off right now at someone. And it's, yeah. it, it's just, it's important to me. I also think that if you like need a sort of tool yeah. in your in your personal life about how to stand up for yourself or kind of you know if you use a show to that advantage because I've definitely taken little tids tids and bits from housewives and like integrated them into my personal life. It also so where you say I always have a side, I'm here to say that there are so many junctures where I try to say this is how they're viewing this and this is how they're viewing it and this is where where the disconnect is happening. Yeah, but a lot of the times it's just one girl is being delusional and not like staying calm. It's always someone raising their voice. And you know what? Yeah. That's why I really am upset with Jen right now. Like there's a certain level where <laughs> what? what? Like you're just like really upset about this like I'm really upset. Because because when you watch it you just see her get she has so much volatile anger. Yes. And she is so damned. Now, I never said that, I guess I shouldn't have said pick a side. I guess I don't really pick, now that I'm really saying this, I the, everyone, I'm learning more that like every single person is dealing with shit. So taking everything with a grain of salt is important, especially when people are acting fucking insane. Crazy. Yeah. So while I, I, I guess I'm picking a side of like who, who won the argument as in like who did the right thing yeah. in the argument. You're the referee. Exactly. <laughs> I am the fucking referee calling it. And she just... She literally threw a glass so aggressively that I got a little scared. Like, she got angry. Yeah. There's something really interesting about Salt Lake City and also the, the, the period of time that it's, that it's being filmed. This, this franchise yeah. is more modern than the other ones. So when people know that they're going on reality TV and there's an understanding of the expectation of what Real Housewives is, yeah, exactly. there are people that tailor their behaviors in order to fit the mold that has already been created. Absolutely. So you think they're all just amping it up for sure? I think Jen had a specific understanding of what people like about Real Housewives shows. And then she said, I'm going to do that. And as she did it, everyone, like, she had, n she has nobody on her side. When I, say, when I say that, like, viewers see her, it's so transparent. You see how she is calculating her perception, like how she is being perceived. Mm, interesting. And it is dialed yeah. way too high. No, that's very true. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah, it's absolutely. I, I know exactly what you mean, though. Like, it, yeah. It's so you can. I know I'm on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You should be the fucking moderator. Fuck Andy Cohen. Get in there and you ask the real Honestly, question. I would get really <laughs> nervous. Oh, my God. But I could see you pushing. No, you working for like. This is, like this is what I do. Once Andy kicks the bucket, I'm the next one in line and you're writing my shit. All right. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> After <laughs> Andy kicks the bucket. <laughs> no, I love Andy Cohen. If Andy Cohen ever listens to this and wants to invite me on Watch Robins Live, I, would, I will bartend. <laughs> I will literally bartend topless with a tan. <laughs> Swinging those titties left and right the whole time. Okay. Uh, really quickly before I finish mine, a couple other, just Weekly Obsession is like, I found some really good fucking shows that I fucking love. Just finished Nine Perfect Strangers with Izzy and Angel. With Nicole Kidman looking exactly the same the whole time. N you, did you watch the show? No. You should. It's pretty amazing. Okay. We just watched the finale. It was so incredible. Awesome, yeah. They finished it perfectly. 
They finished it perfectly. That's hard to do these days. I was so... Because White Lotus let me down so fucking much. The yeah, ending pissed really me did. off. But I... I, I do, do, uh, <laughs> you know? Like, it was one of those. Um, but then one more show I'm going to mention before I let you go and have your moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said, but first. Have you seen the other two? No. Oh, my good gay girly <laughs> God. Kelly, it's so... Okay. The premise is... A young boy paralleling a Justin Bieber archetype. Okay. He becomes famous. He's a young, like, 13-year-old kid. And then his older two siblings are trying to make it in New York. And he goes to New York and becomes, like, this instant hit. And they are the other two siblings. Oh, no. And it's about them, like, he's a struggling actor. She is a fraud and doesn't know what she is and who she is. And she's, like, a bitch to everyone because she's confused about her life. Okay. And the mother's Molly Shannon. <gasps> That's really all you, you need to know. Yeah. You, please watch the show. The the references they pull. They had a part where they were on Watch What Happens Live. Like Andy was in on it. They had. They have so many references that we. Know. It's like right up our alley of yeah, yeah. Uh, media, HBO and that's what HBO Max. It's so fucking good. And if I need to give you the password for you to see it, I will because you deserve it. Literally, okay. thank you. And it's actually out right now. So the newest episodes just came out today, which is, I didn't know. Anyways, great show. I'm obsessed with TV. I'm moving on. I'm done. What about you, Kelly? Here we go. Okay. So this uh, follows the trajectory, the the star chart of a, a story similar to your own when it comes to music, where you find a song and the hole gets deeper. Oh, deeper God, yes. And deeper. Give it to me. All right. So. Step one. <laughs> Step one, we're going to have to listen to this song. It randomly showed up in my, like, Spotify recommended. It just kind of worked its way in. And I was like, wait a minute. What is this song? And the song is titled Love Will Lead You Back by Taylor Dane. Okay. Let's right. listen to it. Everyone in the listening audience, please go listen to it too so you're part of the, uh, the moment. Maybe don't listen. To, uh, okay. Well, we're going to listen to it. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. wow. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh, my <laughs> what a, God. What a power anthem. Uh, so. Okay, so first of all, where did you say that you heard this song for the first time again? I This came up in Spotify through, um, I think it was just from a radio of, like, finishing... Uh, like a daily mix or something like I it just you know oh it goes to something related to yeah okay okay random yes so the fact that you're on this level of Spotify uh huh yeah so apparently this song was massively popular she also did tell it to my heart which is like her like tell it to my heart yep tell me I'm the only one yeah so that's the only that's the only way I knew her and I was like who is this woman so in the in the uh, behind the lyrics okay. I found out yeah. that this song uh, was originally written with the intention of Whitney Houston singing it. <gasps> oh. And all I can think about, all I can think about whenever I listen to it is imagining Whitney Houston's yeah. voice. Yes. Oh. Fucking blowing the roof off this song. Oh, wow. It would serve. Yes. Oh, that's sad. Okay. Rip. Why not? So oh. uh, I, think it w I think it either got passed over. It was either going to be given to her. The same woman who wrote Love Will Lead You Back also wrote songs for Tina Turner, too. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But more recently, 
I was like, who is this woman? I need to figure this out a little bit more. I looked into her personal life section on Wikipedia. The, the first line, maybe the first or second line, it says, Dana is a supporter of same-sex marriage and stated in 2014 that she considers the LGBT community to be her most loyal fan base. Oh, oh. bitch. Almost immediately after, it says... After generating controversy for performing at a New Year 2021 party hosted by Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, Dane declared, I try to stay non-political. Oh. Yeah. No! (laughs) I know. I was like, like, wait, like this year? 2021. She, she, well, she performed it, you know, like December. Oh, wow. At the height of COVID, where nobody was wearing Uh, masks. But a queen. A couple other people who also performed there being Vanilla Ice. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the members of the Beach Boys. Oh, no. And uh, her name is, I think it's Terry Nunn. All Terry Nunn. That sounds like a drag name. Terry. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a drag name. <laughs> I like, how about Terry Cloth? I like Anaphylaxis. Uh, I like uh, Ketamine. The Rain Hello? Australian Queen. No, her name was Kidamine. Kidamine. That was her name. She won Australia's Drag Spoilers. Whoops. That one sucked. If anyone watched it, there's two, ra- there's two racist ass queens. In Bitches. <laughs> no, no. Keep going, Kelly. Thank you. Uh, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, so I'm really conflicted about all of this because yeah. I'm like, this song fucking hits. But also, this woman kind of sucks a little bit. And I, I just keep listening to it. And I'm like, yep. am I really giving this woman a couple nickels with each play <laughs> so she can get uh, <laughs> a quesadilla wines. burger at her local Applebee's? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> he needed $10 to get him a medium-sized pizza so he ejaculated in a cup so you could have a kid. Now, check that. <sighs> but, yeah, I... Uh, so I, I keep thinking about how it would be amazing to hear Whitney Houston sing this song. Yes. But somebody else who I was also thinking about as I was on the way here. Okay. Who would be really good. Okay. Celine Dion. I, oh my God. Yes. I, I was, was really feeling a Celine connection. Yeah. Sort Even of more melody. honestly the vibe of the song. I yeah, think so. Melody, yeah. Yeah. Because I think Taylor Dane has a nice voice. But yes. I also think it's it's almost comically one note because she's just kind of yelling. <laughs> like it's 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 very it's very powerful. It's yeah. very like it is hitting consistently. Uh-huh. Yes. And she just kind of riffs off of that energy yes. and it modifies it a little bit as the song progresses, which is fine, but it's like Celine it's camp. Really, it's camp. Yeah, Celine has that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That could really benefit. Yeah, wow. Celine could rip that song apart, and I rip would love song. to just witness it. Wow. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Taylor Dane and finding out that she's probably a Republican <laughs> that loves gays. Oh, Thank my you. God. <laughs> the LBCT EFG community. Have you heard yes. of the LGBT community? Well, I'm none of those. <laughs> I am straight, but support the LGBT community. Have you seen that TikTok? No. This, <laughs> oh girl, this girl, her ally anthem. It's really good. I deleted TikTok five days ago and I have not reinstalled it. Congratulations, you done it. I had a problem. <laughs> Anyways, Izzy, what's your weekly obsession this week? 
My weekly obsession. Yeah. Is. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> my roommate's Criterion login. <gasps> Bitch. Which one? Get- Matt. Hand my, it over. My beautiful roommate, musician, candlemaker, Matt. <laughs> of course, is the type of person to have access to Criterion. Uh, give me the no fucking word. login. You, right. For those of you who aren't familiar with Criterion, it's a streaming service and like it's a collection of films that are really sort of important and influential. A lot of artsy films, art house, animation, art but also house. a lot of really just like really good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am when it comes to TV and media. I am somewhat of a pig, right? Like, I will watch pretty much anything. But (laughs) having Criterion has really opened my eyes up to, like, these really awesome movies. I got to see uh, Paprika, which I've never seen before, which is uh, an animated film by the same director. I'm blanking on their name, uh, but the same director who did Perfect Blue. Okay. Uh, which is really awesome. And I also got to see Belladonna of Sadness. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, 1970s revenge animation that was based off of a satanic play. Belladonna. That was actually like lost. And so it, it's just recently in the like past five years been uncovered. And, wow. Um, so just been like living my art house no you're getting you're getting the cream of the crop right yeah like between the two of us we have every streaming service (laughs) i I can't go on without it (laughs) except for except for apple tv we don't have apple tv Fuck apple tv i mean there are a lot of streaming services honestly that i don't have there there is they're popping up they're 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 popping up everywhere direct tv just made a streaming service that said streaming and cable (gasps) that's kind of sick that's kind of sickening Um, because you know i miss cable I miss just flipping a goddamn channel. I know you are loving it, I'm sure. So my mom has cable, but we literally just uh, canceled it like <gasps> yesterday. Oh. And the service is ending on Monday. But we're getting Xfinity and I'm going to buy YouTube TV. <gasps> okay. And yes, the YouTube only reason TV. that I'm getting it YouTube TV is because you can have three simultaneous devices streaming. <gasps> oh, wow. 85 okay. channels, bitch. Okay, yeah. How much is that a bunch? Like 60? 65. That's um, actually for, for I mean, cable? To, yeah. To that's cable. I'm cable almost is. paying 215 to 220 every <gasps> month for cable and internet. Oh! And I tried to like, I, I was like, mm, I think I'm going to have to shop around because this is kind of fucking ridiculous. And they were like, okay. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to haggle me? You're not going to? And they, they tried to like give me a different bundle. And they said, well, what we can do is like you can have all of your local channels and then you can pick five every month and they can change and you'll have $10 less on your bill. I said, <gasps> Te- I said, why don't you just slap me across the face, you fucking <laughs> why don't you asshole? Why just pull down my Doreen, pants and fuck me? Why don't you? Doreen. Her name was Doreen. She was from New York. You could very, you could very clearly tell. Doreen. Like, I'm just looking through the pack. Doreen I'm, I'm looking through the different bundles. And I was Let like, me look through the different bundles, Doreen I'm sorry. My attitude with Doreen changed very, very quickly. <laughs> let, let me tell you that. I was like, all right, Doreen, this is not working for me anymore. <laughs> I fully went into a spiel about cable. <laughs> this is why I'm gay. All right, girlies, we've reached the climax of our show. Oh my God. <laughs> we are talking about our piece of media this week, but guess what? 
It's not a piece of media. We switched it up on you guys. This week, we're doing a theme. We're doing an obscure word that can mean a million different things. A la carte, if you will. A la carte, yes. We are We are not having a meal. We are having individual side dishes. Okay. Topics. topics. This is the tapas of topics. Yes. Bitch, go off! <laughs> <laughs> we are talking this week about mermaids. <laughs> Wow. Uh, uh, no soundboard needed. Kim is fully... Boy, are you gay? Boy, I know you're fucking gay. Literally mermaids. You fruity. <laughs> Just mermaids harassing straight men. Mermaids have been a part of my life and Izzy's life for... As long as we wow, can remember. Just, uh, just don't include me. That's <laughs> fine. Have, are you, I, d- I actually don't know. I have some mermaid moments that I that I need right. to talk about. So. Well, I think every queer person relates to a mermaid. She's ethereal. She's different. She's she's discreet. Mm-hmm. She's discreet. She's discreet. She's uh, somewhat of a spectacle. Yes. She's an oddity. She's sought after. She's she, sexy. She has big cities and no top. She's a living embodiment. The she's like middle point of transformation. Oh my fucking god, mermaids! There's something exceedingly feminine about mermaids too that I just, I just remember seeing and just like my eyes rolling back in ecstasy as a kid. Like I was just like, yes! I, I goon over mermaids. Yeah. And, and male mermaids, all gay. All gay. Oh my gosh. There are so many different references to mermaids that really affected me growing up. I had television shows. There was movies. There were my Polly Pocket with a little mermaid tail, bitch. And I had a Barbie mermaid. I had Barbie Mermaidia, the movie as a mermaid. It just always was something that fascinated me. Yeah, same. I always wanted to be a mermaid. I remember when I was very small, I would ask my mom multiple Christmases in a row, like, Mom, please, I just want to be a mermaid for Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. That's kind of sad. And then I would wake up, and I, I one year I did cry. I was like, why am I not a mermaid? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. And then you know what it is? I really just thought about this, and I didn't, I didn't think about it before. We're all... Cancerians. Yeah. The cancer placement, the water placement, it's all just, it's all connected. It feels just so familiar to me. Well, even more so than us. I think that all water signs, even Scorpios, have that mermaid connection. But you are a Pisces moon. I think that's why mermaids probably for you are like a living emblem. Because well, and the moon rules the sea. It moves the waves. Right. So your, your moon in Pisces, Pisces also rules magic. So wow. your emotions are to- totally tailored to be uh, pinpointed in the world of mermaids. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Kelly, I want to hear some of your childhood things. My childhood mermaid moments? Yeah. So... I had a couple mermaid bobbies. Mermaid bobbies. Um, I definitely uh, loved playing mermaids at the pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I have a very distinct memory of like a a mermaid moment. I specifically, I specifically loved part of your world Uh in The Little Mermaid. That song, that sequence. So whenever I was in... It's queer. You know the story, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Uh, Yeah. 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 Fuck. That that documentary, If you ever want to cry, yeah. Watch that documentary about the man who basically created The Little Mermaid. Yes. And he... Oh, my God. Anyways, continue. 
So whenever I heard that song and like I would think about it and I would always like want to reenact shit. Mm-hmm. Like so in my head, the way that I would reenact that scene, the 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 main thread of what I pulled from that is like she's in a grotto, she's in a cave, she's in a grotto. Uh so she's in a grotto. <laughs> And the way that I would reenact this moment. Okay. Okay. Give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. I'm in bed. Okay. I take a laundry basket. Okay. I put a laundry basket underneath the blanket overturned. Okay. I sit under the laundry basket. I take the blanket and I make a small opening. Part of your world. Hand goes out of the blanket. (laughs) Hand out of the blanket. Like forlorn. I like. Iconic. (laughs) Iconic. <laughs> On a crazy note, I also had an infatuation with doing make-believe play sort of things with a laundry mat on top of me. I remember doing that. Yeah. And just like, it, it just... It puts you in, you're in cage. It's the drama. It's the the drama. drama. When I was growing up, my best friend and I used to play mermaids. Every time we'd hang out, we'd watch Jumanji and play mermaids. I don't know why. I don't know why. On the menu. And after a while, I I became such a bitch. I always was like, (laughs) I'm the mermaid. You're the girl. Damn. And after a while, she was like, Kim, I don't want to be the girl anymore. I was like, you give me the shark then. (laughs) You said there's only one mermaid allowed, and it's me. I know, I know. I regret it. I should have given her that part more. I should have been more selfless. Contact her on Instagram right now and apologize. We still know. Janessa, if you're listening, girl, I love you. I'm sorry I didn't let you be the mermaid longer, girl. (laughs) Love you so fucking much. Shout out to Janessa for being a real trooper. She was a... Real one, a real ass bitch. I played mermaids so much. Like, it was so important to me when I was a little kid. I, uh, maybe not little enough. I was probably like 12. I okay. bought a mermaid tail. I got one of the flippers, <laughs> the plastic ends. Uh huh. It was, first of all, too small for my feet because I was a full ass, like, almost middle schooler, and this was for a child. You were shoving that shit on there. I shoved my, like I didn't a care. Stepsister. I got blisters every time, but I didn't care. <laughs> You said, I would bleed to be a mermaid. And yes, if you're wondering, I did go to the public pool and the ocean with it. Absolutely. <gasps> I went to the deep end. I Where put that bitch go? on. And I, that just showed my fearlessness as a kid. I didn't give a single fuck. I don't think I would now, honestly. Kim, there is, if there's anything I can say about you, there is no shame anywhere. There is not one iota of shame in the way that you go out there. The way that I'm out in the world, yes. Yeah. Internally, yeah. that's, that's all I am. <laughs> I think just shame. But I'm working out. I'm working it out, girl. Yeah, We're growing. You got it. And the mermaids, just part of the process. Part of your process. Yeah, I think that the Little Mermaid was probably the first sort of instance I ever saw a mermaid, actually, which yeah. was really polarizing experience. Like being like, this is a half girl, half fish. Like, <laughs> and, I mean, from then on, I think I totally was done also i think there's something really special about mermaids in terms of like whenever there are witches or vampires or werewolves or other mythological creatures that are depicted in media they can vary a Mm. lot and i mermaids just seem like they're all kind of part of i mean you have the harry Harry potter harry potter you know uh, sirens Sirens. uh, but like mermaid culture like yeah i think it's pretty consistent another thing I i have so many connections growing up did anyone read the tale of Emily Winsnap? 
No. You bitches don't even fucking know. It was such a good mermaid book. Like, she was half mermaid. Her dad's a merman, and, like, she doesn't have her dad, and she lives on a houseboat, and her mother never let her go submerged because one of because that's what's really cool about mermaid lore is, like, different, sh- and we'll get into it, different movies and shows practice different laws of mermaid physics. Yeah. yeah. Which I love because some of them are, like, one drop and you're a mermaid. Exactly. Other ones, you have to be submerged or, like, a good amount on you. You it has to be like uh, the end Either of the day. The salinity of the water. Exactly. Uh. Just so many things, and it was such a real. It was a really good book, and it was one of those fucking books that came with a necklace. So I got a mermaid necklace <laughs> with it. <laughs> you oh. said I want the necklace. The book will do. I think it was at the book fair, and I I would literally. I think I had a fit, and I said, "Mommy, please, can I have it?" Just one of those, you know. Just, just classic. Yeah, I mean. No, yeah, the mermaid uh, p- materials. As oh a kid, my god! I also, I didn't, I didn't have a tail. I wasn't that engaged. I wanted However, to. Yeah, I, I had a sort of like scuba goggles, flippers, and swimming gloves. Yes. that was mermaid theme. Ooh, that you could have. And sort of swimming gloves. Swimming I know gloves. what you're talking you know exa- about. I think you know exactly. Pink and teal with the little sparkles and scales. Sparkles. Do you remember the shark ones too? That was the boy uh-huh. version. The go- Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I, I, that, which, they would always what the try hell? To give, they would always try to hand me that you want shit. want the boy one? I, no. I'll wait. I want the mermaid. I'll wait until Emily's done. Emily <laughs> 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 wouldn't snap the real mermaid. Right. <laughs> okay, so... We've talked about our childhoods, but the thing is, the movies that encapsulate our fucking love for them is unparalleled. And I still love it to this day. Like, it just has transcended my whole life. I want to ask this central question. Why are mermaids a gay thing? Are they a gay thing? What what gay what gay molecules of you attach to the the concept of mermaidians? Like, what what is it? Well, first of all. They're they're very powerful and you don't see them like getting into relationships or being like a wife. They're they they are a a creature. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's just autonomy. like the thing we've talked about, you know, Frankenstein being the queer character. Like I feel like the mermaid is the I don't know, elusive wise character in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just feel like powerful otherness. I don't really know how to explain. I really don't. I think there's also you know, I mentioned the spectacle, but there's also an element of coming – how do I explain this? I mean, like, mermaids kind of come to the surface and, like, they're half human to a certain point. I think there's a sort of, like, trickery that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of mermaid tales, there's this longing to, like, merge with normalcy even though they're a freaking beautiful mermaid. You know, right. there's this weird normalcy or weird pull toward normal human life, which – to them is, you know, obviously spectacular. But That's I think the whole point of part for of me, your world. It's, it's this sort of code switching almost, you know, kind of like trying to be human. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be human. That's You're like, so smart. I didn't get there. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's like, yeah, the pretty <laughs> at the moments. And they have the big... And they're just so pretty and powerful. When I was little, I used to draw mermaids. I remember a specific image that I think I still have. She's, she's a mermaid. I always, always blue tail. My tail was always aquamarine blue. <laughs> Yeah, we need to Fuck talk with about our me, tail fellas. colors. My tail color was blue. Is and I was, blue. Is blue. My tail color is blue. 
um, Aquamarine specifically, and I would always give her long blonde hair, and I would do, I would just copy the movie, basically. And yeah, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to talk about Aquamarine, obviously, the most important mermaid movie to ever exist in my entire life. And Kelly <laughs> doesn't want to talk about it. But I remember I made this image, and her boobs were so engorged. They were like melons, <laughs> like with the shell barely covering her nip and like the straps like pull. Like I was I was thinking about that and the cleavage. Bitch, I spent hours on those titties. I How did that. I not know? Um, <laughs> semi-related, but I a friend of mine, when I recently went to a pool with her, uh, with a couple other friends, she looked at me without any context, <laughs> just very directly and said, What's your tail color? What's your power? <laughs> yes! And I was like, oh my God. We're going yeah, can, there. Can we go there? Let's go. Okay, so my tail color is blue. Aquamarine specifically. Yeah, give it and give us specifics. My my tail is yeah, shiny. Shape. There's there's shiny. It's long. I like a good round butt. Okay? okay. I want the tail to definitely go past my feet. I don't want the tail to be the length that ends where my feet ends. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I want the fin to start where my toes are. Gotcha. And I want them to be nice and big and they trail off into long, skinny little pieces at the end. Okay. And like fully shimmery, okay? Okay. I have a shell bra or no bra. <laughs> and my power is definitely, I think just like having like the power to make jet streams and like pull people out into like with my currents. Like I control the currents. Water manipulation. Water manipulation. Classic. Okay, cool. So, I don't know that I've thought about this one too, too deeply. So, I really like pearlescence. And I think uh, I would want something kind of pearlescent, but I wouldn't want to be like, like just like, you know, like a white mermaid. That's yeah. Just like, that's, that makes you vulnerable in the ocean. Yeah, it does. So I, so, I would have to say um, I'd want to be like a dark orange. Um, I'd want to be like a dark orange and I, I would want my power to be the same as those um, those really fucking long fin sharks that can tail whip really oh, strong yeah. and stun things. Oh, That's what I'd want. shit. Oh. Would you have like a barbed wire section oh, of maybe, your tail? No, probably but a capacity for electricity because there are <gasps> a lot of... You're an um, eel, bitch. Yeah, a sort of eel, like electric... I like that. Mm. Yeah, with the orange, I feel like I really... Yeah, live uh, wire, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I was gonna go with a white tail, uh, but <laughs> I think more like shimmery. Uh, no, it's it's op- it's opalescent it's, again. It's opalescent. It's gray, ombre gray to white. Yeah, with. Uh, my tail designs and sort of the offshoot tail uh, fins uh-huh. are a little more like wavy, if that Ooh, makes sense. You yeah. know, the sort of yeah. fishes that almost resemble the jellyfish yes. uh, mm-hmm. membrane. Yes. Um, yes. And my ability would probably be... Give it to uh, us. We all know what it is. Temperature control. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mind control. Yeah, I was like, I was like telekinesis. You control telekinesis. the fish's minds. You well, can make them attack people. Now y'all are, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, multiple girl. Yeah, we, I mean, like, there's a lot of multiple powers we all have. I think another one of mine would be, yeah, I think I was kind of going to go with a sort of like sonar psychic thing. Psionic rings. Yeah, so psionic rings and uh, temperature water control because I can make it hot over there. (laughs) Make it really icy over there. Yes, free some bitches. Wow. It's it's exhilarating to feel this again. I feel like I've awakened something deep. Of course. I mean, this is like, this was my personality for a good four years when I was a kid. Mermaids. 
Yeah. My meds. The movies, you guys. Let's talk about the fucking movies. So I had to watch not one, but two mermaid <laughs> I, movies. I, I, we in really a row. did watch them, too. I, I was like, back. what did we watch? We watched both. Two back. But you know what? I had a great fucking time. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was super enjoyable. So we watched, first off, we watched Splash. One fine day, love came for me. Okay, I had seen the movie. Izzy said you have, you just didn't remember it, right? Yeah. What about you? You had never seen it, right? I had never seen it. I knew nothing about it other than Daryl Hannah and the CGI hair. Okay, so what Kelly is fucking mentioning is it's on Disney Plus now, okay? They bought it. And the thing is, there's this one part where she's running back into the ocean after Carol she's... Carol Hannah, the mermaid. So, really quickly, the synopsis of Splash is basically Tom Hanks is a down-and-out with love guy and he had this weird thing happen to him when he was a kid he like thought he saw a girl under the water and felt safe with her and then as an adult when her girlfriend breaks up with her he goes to fucking Cape Cod because he feels drawn to it and realizes that Daryl Hannah is there waiting for him and she basically just like goes to New it's a very strange storyline honestly it's 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 a really interesting interpretation of a mermaid movie it really yes. is cuz there's no magic there's no other than the fact that she just like gets legs yeah, well that's like i feel like that's just that's always there's always some way that that happens like we were saying you know and which is so interesting to think about cuz not many animals not many mythical creatures just can morph into a human right you ever think about that I think it's that, like, semblance of, you know, fins equal legs together. Right, exactly. I I think that's the only way. There's no way a centaur is going to... The Little Mermaid established that. Right. Exactly. And that beautiful scene when it's... Exactly. I mean, there's no centaurs out there that are just going to, like, de-horse. (laughs) De-horse. But Splash is so weird. It's set in New York City. She's... Got that name. There's just so much happening. Can can you tell me, can you talk about the name thing? What do you mean? When she picked her name and how that Okay, na- so this is the most interesting, I think, part of the movie. So <laughs> when she is first in New York, she can't speak English, and she's just searching for uh, Tom Hanks. Like, she needs to be with him. She They have a connection that they can't explain. It's that's weird. That's like... Okay, okay. I wish it was that easy. Damn. Like, okay, you showed up. Okay, we're in love. Great. Yeah. And he just, he asks her, what's your name? Simple question. And she said, well, it's not really, you can't really say it in English. And he's like, well, just say it in your language. And she goes. (laughs) Give it to us. Like, that's literally what it is. All the TVs break in Bloomingdale's where she's at. And it's it's really weird. You're like, what the fuck? They're walking down the street. He's like, okay, so what should I call you? She said, oh, I don't know. What are what names are do you guys have? And he started, you know, naming shit. Then she said, oh, Madison. I want to be called Madison because she saw Madison Avenue in New York. Yes. Come to find out. That wasn't a name before this movie came out. Like there was such an explosion of like support for the name. They all, everyone really loved it when they watched the movie that people started literally calling their daughters Madison now from that movie. I, I find that baffling. Isn't that baffling? I mean, because think about it. It's, it used to be just a last name. Yeah. James Madison, you know. Yeah. Um, Billy Madison. Like, it, it, it's a last name. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. <laughs> Adam Sandler movie. Billy <laughs> Madison. Beer. I said, no. Billy Madison. I said James Madison and Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> the only Madisons we need to know before Daryl Hannah as Madison. Okay. Splash. We're not going to go through the whole movie, but I am 
am no. going to ask in each movie <laughs> what you liked and disliked about the way they interpreted a mermaid. Okay. So in this one, she uh, can go on land for a certain amount of time till the moon is full. Then she has to go back, apparently. They don't really explain much in this one. This one's a very ambiguous yeah. reasoning for like the lore of her universe. And... I really thought it was interesting when they captured her. Sorry, there's going to be spoilers. You guys fucking know this. When they <laughs> capture her and she's in that tank and she gets all like like flaky gross, and gross. Yeah. It's just that that's such an interesting touch because she's not in her natural habitat. Like it's a very clear reflection of mm-hmm. the neglect that we put on fish. And I thought that yeah. was really cool. Also, connection to Shape of Water when he gets all like kind of gross. Exactly. Maybe that was a nod to it. You know, you never know. Yeah. Who knows? It. I, I loved her orange tail. I thought it was. She did. She had a beautiful tail. I thought Perfect that tail was color, yeah. really good. I really loved her uh, sort of behavior acting. It was really. Isn't it so interesting that there's a certain type of person that plays a mermaid? <laughs> Absolutely. A bubbly, like whimsical, manic pixie dream girl almost. I also, I, okay, so I can't figure out if I liked or disliked this, but the sort of primalness, the yeah. like animal The way she aspect. ate that lobster. Yeah. Right, with the shell and all, exactly. And that I just love the way that they nod to them being, you know, they're not a human. Yeah, I mean, there's this graceful, ethereal knowingness that mm-hmm. a lot of mermaids have and I like that Daryl Hannah's kind of had that and also was like a beast because yeah. she's a fucking creature. Right, you know? exactly. It's it, it's a really good one and overall did you like it? Yeah, I had a good time. You did. Yeah, I like that she didn't have like any stupid shell bra. She had titties out, hair over the boobs. Yep. That is my favorite interpretation. And her hair was so beautiful, like beautifully crimped and long. And so the scene we're referring to, we didn't say of the scene. She has rescued him from drowning the second time when he went to go find her. He like fell out of the boat he was in. She goes and saves him again. She comes out from the bushes and her hair is covering her because she's got like long ass hair, right? And she's obviously naked from the waist down, but we don't see it. But then you see her run back into the ocean because she gets spooked by what he was saying. And in the original movie, you can see her butt. Yes. In the Disney Plus version, they literally did the worst CGI I have actually ever seen. It looked like... uh, They put like CGI hair over her butt crack. And it was like glued to her. It looked like... um, It was was copy-paste like a smaller image and they just pasted it eight times. Monsters, Inc. fur. Yeah. Oh, no, not even that good. It was like those like Instagram art... CGI, yeah. hairy people, um, balls moving all over the place. Like it was just very not cool ingrained. 3D world. It, yeah, it was not ingrained with this like what eighties, late eighties, yeah. early nineties movie. I'm like, this is Disney. They couldn't buy a better software to fix that one uh, part. Just blur it. Just blur her little butt crack. They blurred her butt in a different scene that didn't fully show her crack. Oh my god. Well, Why I'm didn't like, they just do that I again? I know y'all committing war crimes. Y'all could just show us the ass. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> They're showing the racist ones at the, in the beginning. They say this is a racist video, but they still have them up. But you can't yeah. show me Daryl Hannah's booty? Little butt crack. Okay. Isn't that so fascinating? Like, And it was so bad. But anyways, we're moving on from Splash. Splash was good. I, I'd say it was semi-influential in my childhood. I loved it just because it was a mermaid, but the story itself, not too insane. Now we're going to go to a television show. I'm going to wait, save the best for last. Absolutely. Uh, Let's talk about H2O. That's your thing, Miss Girl. I've got special power that that I'm I'm not afraid afraid to use. H2O is an Australian... I'm not going to try that. Emma! uh, Show. An Australian show. Australian. About three mermaids. (laughs) <laughs> I'm 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 good at 
an Australian. I'm good at an Australian accent, mate. I'm not, I'm really not, very not good laughing at all over my thing. So H2O. <laughs> H2O is an Australian show, and it's about three mermaid teen girls who... Emma. Emma. Clear. Cleo. And Ricky. Ricky. I loved Ricky. She was the baddest. They live in this town and become mermaids. There's a sort of location aspect. There's a cave called Mako Cave that is a sort of charged energy Very, has, has a connection to yeah. the moon and I, I really love the logic of this mermaid universe me too this is that one drop explain it uh, actually so the show is called h2o just add water i know isn't that so fun and they become wet a droplet a will droplet do it. i mean if it's too humid i hope these girls ain't coming to virginia because they're gonna walk outside and they turn it into a mermaid on the street <laughs> um they each become very good at swimming. They actually, the, the sort of swimming that they can do is like almost like a rocket under the water. It is so they funny. Just, they just like, it's also, literally a rocket. They cannot breathe underwater, but they can hold their breath for up to like 30 minutes. Oh, I didn't know that part. Interesting. I, I'm not a fan of that aspect. I would rather, if I'm a mermaid, I'm going to want to breathe under the water. Well, she, they didn't mean to be. And that's what's cool. It's like some people are like, they were mermaids and then these girls just became mermaids right. because of the spell of the moon. Yeah. And also, I think the best part is is that, you know, kind of what we did earlier with the what's your power, they each have three distinct powers yes. over water. So Cleo can manipulate water in its regular form. Ricky can create hot water and steam. And Emma is the ice queen. Little Emma Isn't Frost that great? moment. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that that was like my thing. That was my soap as a child. Yes, um, your soap opera. Amazing. Yes. I loved all the characters. I loved the condensation, clear, and that is so viral. I'm sure you've heard that, but like Emma, Emma. Oh, it's so fucking. Good. I just love that they're actually just teens. You know, like there's not really many teen mermaid movies. Do you know what I mean? And they had like their cute, like they would automatically get their little top. Mm-hmm. It was like a little scaly top because they had like orangish tails as well. Weren't they kind of dark yellow, yeah. brownish? I think they all kind of had a varying hues of, of like warm mm-hmm. orange, yellow. Yep. It was a fantastic ride. Yeah. Uh, they tried to make another series with like a male mermaid. I heard. It just and, and there were also girl mermaids as well, but it just wasn't, you know, wasn't the original. Can't do it. All right. We're going to another television show. Let's go. No, we're going to a TV movie now. A very okay. important TV okay. movie. This one. It's so weird in my 13th, 13th year. Do you remember the theme song at the end? No. Oh my fucking God, it's so bad. But it's I remember so that boy. bad. The 13th year, you guys. So, okay, this one made me uncomfortable. <laughs> in like. I don't know why. I think it was like the half mermaid feet and the weird relationship he had with his dad and that weird kid. Yeah. Uh, Also, like them using, you know, it was about a boy. Yeah. So the mermaid fantasy is really being applied to puberty. Yep. More so than anything else. Right. (laughs) Was the mermaid Frances McDormand his mom? 
Francis McDormand? Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. I just maybe I still have it on VHS. We should watch it sometime because I will watch down. it. I mean, it's on Disney Plus too. But I think it was just the in between tale, and I think how obsessed that one guy was with like mermaids. It just kind of freaked me out. Yeah, it just okay. made me feel like I don't know. Honestly, in a, it's not. But could you see why? I loved the mom. She always was slaying with her fucking shell, shell crown. Absolutely. Oh my fucking god. And his tale was okay. And I just think that like it was the cheesiness of a TV movie that watching it now it just gives me cringe. Yeah, she the mom was ethereal. Did yeah. you guys get like did you guys get a little, little bo- baby boner yeah, when absol- you watched this? Absolutely. I mean anything with a boy. Um and like something happening get, to him. Right. Oof. Don't, trans- don't get 13 year old. Well, I was probably, I was way younger when I saw that. I was like, what? Probably like eight or nine. Yeah, it, made me feel things. And I think one thing I don't like about mermaid movies, I think the one thing is the way that they sometimes say the word mermaid too much, it makes it seem very staged. Like it, it, it takes you, you out of it. Yeah. It takes you out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Because it is such like mysterious thing. It just feels like, you know, a line in a movie, obviously. Yeah. So it just takes you out. I, I don't know. A, a, a mermaid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, am I, tr- are you a, 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 I don't know. I have to. even talked about mermaid, man. No, I'm oh my god! <laughs> Which he wasn't a mermaid. Not at all. He just had the little paste. I just thought about that. He never actually had like a tail. Oh no! When he was younger, didn't he have a tail? I don't think so. No. I think what the hell? Superhero. But I just love man. the purple shell bra reference. It's, it's, it's so, so good. Evil. Yeah. I think there's starfishes actually. There's star purple starfish. That's oh, also yeah. Right. They Let's are. Let's not forget starfish are also. A common accessory. Yeah. A pasty. Forgot about that. Are there any other uh, pieces of media that you guys consumed besides the last one we're going to talk about? You know, various sort of mermaid things, but nothing that really stuck me. Did you ever see Barbie Mermaidia? Yes, I did. That I mermaid was the, a lesbian. That Barbie mermaid, very influential. I think one of the lines that they did had a Barbie with a tail that changed color when you touched water. <gasps> Whoa. That shit was amazing. I had the main girl, like Barbie, who was a, a fairy, and in the the actual Barbie itself turns the, the wings into a tail. Wow. Okay, I need that. It, I think I still have it. I think that's one that I still have. I'm going to show it to you. It is. It was literally so... Because in the movie, that's what happened. Like, the pieces of her wings became the tail. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying in this Barbie movie, she was a fairy and she becomes a mermaid? Yeah. <laughs> to, like, save the day or something, she has to transform into a mermaid. And the mermaid no. that helps her along in the journey, that is a fucking lesbian. I would if like I ever to watch fucking- that soon. I will watch it with you. Honestly, let's if we if we have the energy tonight, I will watch it with you. Okay. It is so beautiful and I just love the trilogy of Barbie Fairytopia because this is the lore. Okay. Trilogy. So <laughs> so in 2001, what? in 2000, actually no, I think it was 2000. In 2000, Barbie the Nutcracker came out. That was the first full-length Barbie movie that came with a doll, okay? Okay. I was on that shit like Donkey fucking Kong, bitch. I got that and it made it, like I said, my ritual every year I would get a Barbie and a movie. That was like all I really, like literally every year I was like, you know what I want. I'll be in the movie. Don't, it was don't so it started with, me, with you know what I want. It started with Nutcracker, then Barbie Rapunzel, then Barbie Swan Lake, then Barbie Princess and the Popper, then, because it came out every November for Christmas time, okay, this movie and doll. 
But then a second part of the company started Fairytopia and it was in the summertime. So then it was going summer, winter. So I had to keep up with both. I was like, mom, you got to start doing it for my birthday too. I need the, the summer Barbie for my birthday yes. and the winter Barbie for Christmas. Patty was working overtime. <laughs> She's like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> she said, come on, TJ, it's fun. This. <laughs> no, but it, it, I loved the, tri- it was a whole different universe and it stayed because that was the only Barbie fr- like part movies that had a three part story. It wasn't just a standalone movie right. and it just killed me like that mermaid was a lesbian. It really brought into the world I feel like because those other movies are like standoffs but this exactly. one has that continuity and it was, I, I, I've never seen them but I remember images of Fairytopia and just the images of them. Bibble, like, the little puffball. Alina Poof. <laughs> yeah, y'all have Did you just lost call me. me. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're getting to the final piece of media. God. S- very important one. Kelly was not a huge fan. I was about to leave. <laughs> you do you can't even say it was a good children's movie? No. Are you serious? Okay, so we're talking about one of the most important movies that I've ever seen in my entire life. A movie that I know almost every single line to up until 45 minutes in. I could say the movie line for line if I needed to with the music, the way that they said it, and the inflection. Aquamarine, 2004, <laughs> starring JoJo, Sarah Paxton, and Emma Roberts. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my What an introduction. Thank, Thank you. you. I, it's, it's, it's my... I said Parent Trap last time was my origin story. No. This... <laughs> is my origin story. Tell us. It encapsulated everything that I... This is the closest thing I think of when I think of a mermaid universe. This universe is it. It's the most perfect in your eyes. It is the most perfect in my eyes. I love the music that they chose. It was so whimsical. I love the way that they spoke to each other. Like, the lines were really cute. And the way that Sarah Paxton was a mermaid, she was so bubbly and adorable. Like, she killed that role. Yeah. She f- and her tail again, perfect tail. That's the tail that I want. Blue. Also such a Aquamarine. Like, quintessential like 2000s mermaid with the with the blue streaks in her hair and the flat iron. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Jojo kit like first of all, the acting it was pretty fucking good, I think. <laughs> my my favorite part of that movie. Give my it to me. absolute favorite part of that movie. Was when you said JoJo was mixed for this scene. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. It's so deeply funny. I'm going to put it in here. I'm going to put it so everyone can hear exactly how she said it. But Miss JoJo, she did toe the line. We know she's no stranger. She towed the line when she was doing her R&B career and still does a little bit. Let's be real. Um, And she said... Do you want me to say it? I kind of want you to say it because it's so funny. So the scene, let me set up the scene really quick. So Aquamarine's run away and she's like, I'll never find love. I'm going to go back to the water. Like, this is not working. This is hopeless. So wait, the premise of the movie, Aquamarine washes on land. She's, she believes that there, there's no love in the world and she's trying to find love. So she, these two little girls in middle school show her how to fall in love with this guy, whatever. So she is like, this isn't going to fucking work. She goes out to the ocean. Jojo goes and runs after her and tries to like, keep her from leaving, right? Because their wish is that she doesn't move to Australia to uh, leave her best friend, Claire. Okay, that's... Ha- okay, right. Haley. Haley comes up to her. She's talking to her and she's like, love, like, why would they do that to me? Like, I, there's never going to be... Love. She said, let me tell you something. No, not usually. 
Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Like, real she said, And she said, I didn't know where my dad was. He left me for some other woman. <laughs> he left her for some other woman. And, you know, maybe that's... And I, she just went in on her fucking sob story. And she said, I am an African-American woman. Literally, she really said, <laughs> it's hard out here. It's real hard. I was like, okay. <laughs> But aside from that, she gave it us is, the poverty and the and the she, sadness. She said, "My father left me. <laughs> I am broken." But it just it completely encapsulates my childhood. It makes me feel so joyful and so close to my inner child. So held. So held. It's literally a big hug for me. It is like I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I just. It, <laughs> It really does encapsulate, like, my whimsical world. Yeah. It makes me feel like they're my best friends. I know them. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> and, oh, my God. What about you, Izzy? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, mermaids have always been something that I... I mean, even thinking of... Have you ever seen Peter Pan? There, there are mermaids in oh, that. Oh, yeah. And oh, though, yeah. I mean, like, I constantly found myself drawn mm-hmm. to mermaids. I've always been a magic person. But I think there's something about mermaids that, it, you know, that, yes, they're powerful, but they also represent a sort of hope in a way. You know, like, for a lot of kids who, you know, really do need to escape mm-hmm. and do oh, wish beautiful. to transform. Aww. Like, that's definitely I, – I mean, I actually have been meaning to bring this up. Speaking of playing mermaids at the pool – did y'all ever do the thing where you like dive and your butt like you like pretend you're like Oh I pre- I, I did I, I swam like, you, like a mermaid all the time. No, yeah, I would always like dive yep. in the water and pretend that my feet were like <laughs> Of course <laughs> but, like, I it's did. That sort of thing that really like ingrained yeah into me. Okay, um we do need to wrap it up, but I will say one thing before we finish Aquamarine. Every year when I was growing up, I would go to the beach for a week and we'd stay in my mom's friend's house by the bay. Okay. Uh In Virginia Beach. I had my own room with two double beds and I never had any friends to ask to come with me. And there was a little TV in there. And ever since it came out in 2004, I would watch it every year alone in my room and pretend that they were my friends. Watch and they were, yeah, yeah, and they were in with the room with me. Oh, I mean, it is that setting. It's that perfect setting. Yeah. That's and so, so like, I always think of that when I watch it and just that little girl was so pure and life beat the shit out of her. Yeah. But anyways, we're not getting <laughs> that deep. <laughs> and oh, she's like, a mermaid. In conclusion, I am so glad you went on this journey. Yeah. Ellie. I, I, you really Aquamarine, stuck it out. Aquamarine is not my pick, but I uh, I Get appreciate it. and respect the medium to which uh, you channeled all of your feelings through. And I love that for you. It really was. It really was. This is why I'm gay. All right. That was it. We just fucking did that, you guys. I love you. It was chunky. It was chunky, but I think (laughs) Nothing wrong with chunky. I think, Izzy, you are a plethora of just information that is so interesting. (laughs) We're going to have have you back here. We got to. Please. Izzy, you are so amazing and you just totally get us. I, I, you're so well spoken. I'm just so happy that you got on the pod. Thank you so much. It's my first pop, pop my pop, 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 pop your pop, pop pussy. Pop, 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 cherry. Pop, popped my pod cherry. Yeah, oh my, my pod pussy. No. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> pod pussy. Pod pussy. This pussy. This, this pussy. Po- this pop. Okay. 
<laughs> are deteriorating. Oh my gosh, I love you so much, Izzy. Thank you love so much. You guys. Izzy. Thank you for having me on. Of course. And <laughs> with that being said, this is why I'm gay. This is why I'm gay. This is why I'm gay. Bye, guys. This is why I'm gay. Yeah. You were just listening to This Is Why I'm Gay with Kim and Kelly. Make sure you go to our Instagram to follow us on everything that we do with the pod at This Is Why I'm Gay podcast. And if you love us that much, go leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so more people can hear about the show. Also, we want to thank you again so much for supporting us. We are only as good as our supporters, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week.